a valid Georgia voter identification card issued under another code section, blah, 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 or other valid identification card issued by a branch, department, agency, or entity of the state of Georgia, any other state, or the United States authorized by law to issue personal identification provided that such identification card contains a photograph of the elector. Hold up a damn minute. (laughs) Hold up a minute. (laughs) I want to highlight something in that. Uh Uh-huh. Any other state? Ask if you were recording before I started. Oh, I happened to glance over in time to see that the button was red. Oh, good. And so I hit record before. <laughs> good, good. That, that is that was very forethoughtfulness of you. <laughs> yes, observant even. Observant. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea where forethoughtfulness came from. Because Today's that, word. I don't even know if that is a word. Forethoughtfulness. <laughs> forethoughtfulness. <laughs> also known as observant (laughs) apparently see also see also (laughs) it is a word it is in fact a word oh it's 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 an adjective it means having forethought (laughs) having or full of forethought provident proactive or visionary you're visionary. I am That's very visionary. You're visionary. I am a visionary man. You're a visionary <laughs> man. <laughs> well, you're. I'm sorry to tell you this, but that means that you're going to have to take your family and flee into the wilderness. <laughs> it's better than being stoned. <laughs> it's better than being stoned. Welcome to the Naked <laughs> Apple. Here we are. <laughs> this is where we're at today. This is where we're at. We are going Welcome. to... Uh, we're going to be spending a bulk of the episode talking about uh, what everyone else is talking about, Georgia and Texas. Hopefully Why, we'll bring though? some different insight to it because I was going to avoid it. You know, the funniest thing about this is that I disagree with everybody that's slandering the Georgia like law. Uh-huh. But at the same time, after reading the Georgia law, I'm like, I don't want that to pass. <laughs> right. It's, it's just so bad. It is so loose. Which is the opposite of why they're saying you shouldn't let it pass. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, God. We'll, we'll get into that. I didn't want to cover it because I once it started showing up that his Georgia law is racist, restricting voting. I said, All right, I went and looked at it, and much like Mike, where's the restriction? Yeah, where? where? <laughs> Literally <laughs> where? And then Joe Biden had to talk about how it makes Jim Crow look like nothing or whatever he said. He literally had to talk. He was reading from a note. Yeah, the note it said was, that he had to say it looked terrible. He, he had, it, it, people it, it were said, it, and you've noticed that they've gotten more and more precise with the notes and the note cards that they give him. Yes. Because this one just said, compare Georgia law to Jim Crow. And so then he said some weird thing about Jim Eagle 
and yeah. everyone was confused. And so now they've gotten to the point where he's literally taking conferences and talks with people and he is reading <laughs> <laughs> verbatim his answer because when they, when they just give him a small note, he goes off the cuff and says weird things like Jim Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have reference cards anymore, Joe. No, you have no. to read he's, the card. He's, He's too far gone for subtle hints. And if you doubt us on what we're saying, go back and watch the press conference that he gave. That press conference was so bad. <laughs> you the, will see him the highlight. The notes. My favorite part of the entire press conference is when the reporter asks him point blank about uh, Second Amendment... <laughs> Gun control? <laughs> Gun control. Yeah. And, and if he was going to, to make any... Um, <laughs> uh, any laws against gun or uh, for gun control or anything like that. And he proceeded to read an answer about infrastructure. <laughs> it's uh, almost as if that reporter like, asked a question that wait, wasn't on the cue card wait, that he had. Wait a minute. <laughs> almost. Uh, it's gun, gun, gun control. Let's see. This is, this is, we're uh, going to fix the bridge in Pennsylvania. Zach. Zach, so Zach, I'm going, uh, it's all about what's important to get done, and what we're going to fix the bridges. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <sighs> Thanks, Joe. Yeah. $2 trillion on infrastructure, 5% of which goes to infrastructure. Yeah, so I, I didn't want it to be a thing, because I figured it would be beaten like a dead horse. And then Joe said that, and companies got involved and the hypocrisy was too great i had to uh do my own digging to point out more hypocrisy and i was crossing my fingers that they would pick a state that they would that the major league baseball would pick a state that they would host in since they left georgia and they did they before did. we started they so did we and have, it is wonderful we have a way to do an apples and oranges so, comparison so much better <laughs> so much better. <laughs> everything with that being said you know it's this is a topic that has been beaten almost as badly as, as all of the disadvantaged people under Jim Eagle laws. Almost. 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 Almost as badly. Kaka. <laughs> <laughs> <Caca. laughs> you like a little thunder? A little thunder. How about a little lightning? <laughs> An eagle. Kaka. So stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> With that, let's get our vitamin B. It, this is going to be a super happy episode for us already. We, we are in the mood for vitamin B, oh, as is, is evidenced by the this jokes is, that have already come out of the good, woodwork. I, I have yet to hear what I have to think about all this. From I listen to three, four-ish podcasts, radio things a day. And, of course, read a bunch of things. And I haven't really seen this perspective talked about, at least as in-depth. So uh, we'll get into it. It'll be fun. Here we go. Let's go to our vitamin B. Vitamin B. Vitamin B. I'm going to make a stinger for this. Yeah, we need one. We do. Welcome to your vitamin B. We have phenomenal news today. 
starting out, Biden is going to tear down the border wall. Mr. Gorbachev, tear, tear down, down that wall. <laughs> and he's going to place it, replacing it, be replacing. Gosh, let me speak with words. He is going to be replacing it with a more compassionate, rigid vertical border monument. <laughs> so much better. I am sure that all of the the, the people crossing the border will be so thrilled to hear that news. <laughs> Look at this monument. Should we walk around it? Yeah, let's walk around. <laughs> let's walk around. <laughs> now nah, let's go over the top. It's only a twenty foot drop. No it's big only deal. Twenty feet. If we hang the kid down by his arms, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be at least fifteen feet. He'll be at least fifteen feet. That's not going to hurt him. Be safe. Won't reach terminal velocity by that point. Is it okay to joke about something that actually happened like that? (sighs) Well, we're in the Babylon (laughs) Bees. We're in the Babylon Bees, so so here we go. Yeah. Mm. On your politics front, 60 Minutes releases exclusive secret photos of Ron DeSantis clubbing baby seals with Hitler. And it is damning evidence. Yeah, I mean, who in their right mind... Ron DeSantis does not look that old. Would hold a club. are Are we... Sure, that's a... Can we fact check that? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's a 60-minute thing. In your health news, Dr. Fauci predicts at least three more COVID variants may be required to completely break, break America's spirit. Only three more for us. That's, that is a relief. I, mean, I didn't think I could last for at least four more. <laughs> we don't have to wait for the four. We fourth. don't have to wait for the four. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, also in your political news a uh, wonderful little escapade from our beloved president Uh, this is Jim Crow times a million yells Biden after finding out the McDonald's ice cream machine is broken the ice cream the McDonald's ice cream machine is always broken President Biden I don't know which side of the tracks you grew up on no wonder Trump called him sleepy Joe (laughs) jeez Oh, uh, and into more entertaining Mc- news. McDonald's should have a light on their buildings that lets you know when they're they really ice cream should. machine is you, working. Like the Krispy Kreme hot donut yes, sign. Yes. <laughs> Our ice, ice cream. cream is working. <laughs> Our ice cream is out. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I was going to go there. But bro, we should their... pitch this to McDonald's. I was going to go there, but they don't have their ice cream, so eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only thing worth going there it's for. It's the only thing. That processed ice cream just hits the spot. <laughs> <laughs> that and their Big Mac sauce. Mm. Anyway. In, in the ice cream? Gross. No, not in the ice cream. Oh, oh kind of sicko are you? I don't know. You don't mix, mix ice cream and Big Mac sauce? I don't know. You're going to McDonald's, so. Yes, that is a problem. <laughs> Nothing is off You the need table. the Big Mac sauce for your fast food lasagna, and if you don't know what that is, you should go YouTube it. <laughs> because it is it's glorious. A, it's a fantastic video. The sauce. 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 <clears throat> anyway, on to more entertaining news. Uh, Charles Barkley to undergo racial sensitivity <laughs> training to be less white after his comments the other day. Did you hear that <laughs> interview? That was insane. Yeah, how dare Can't, you think that there's good people? So insensitive of him. Uh, <laughs> on your business side of news, Spirit Airlines has decided to install ejection sh- seats for toddlers who take off their masks. Good. 
It's about time. Finally, an that airline I can need fly to with. get that under control. All of those little children, and especially the autistic ones. It's a great idea. I can't even say that with a straight face. That was so bad. Oh, bad. Uh, and last but not least, the All-Star Game, as we mentioned earlier, has been moved from Atlanta, Georgia. They announced where they're moving it to today, and it is the Uyghur Prison Camp Yard in China. So, look forward to that All-Star Game so this there year. there you go. <laughs> this has been your Vitamin B. Vitamin B. <laughs> we will not legitimize Georgia's racist election law by reading it to see what it says. Yeah, that would... Uh, Except for, we will. We will. Well, we'll, we'll hit the highlights. Yeah, we'll hit the highlights. Because, uh, as, as you should know, reading bills... Is a snore is fest? boring. Oh, so boring. Especially when they're longer than the document that created an entire nation. How many pages is this? Oh my gosh! Yeah, ah, it's ridiculous. Why? Um, why? Ninety-eight? Why? <laughs> Since you talked about children in ejection seats, it reminded me of a study done on airplanes by the Air Force. Oh yeah, yeah. It's COVID related. There you go, Facebook. You can put a banner on our thing, and it actually applies because I said COVID. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he said the no-no word. I said the no. CCP virus. Is that better? Jaina <laughs> virus. Jaina. The Jaina virus. Wuhan flu. Kung flu. Um, it's a study done uh, by the Air Force back in, well, they released it in October. It found that uh, it's basically impossible to get COVID-19 on an airplane. Yeah, well, Basically they're not impossible. following the science. Yeah. Um, they had sensors throughout the aircraft that measured all kinds of aerosols, and um, they did it on a 777 and a 767. And the particles were quickly diluted uh, and only remained detectable for fewer than six minutes on average. Because I only believe in science. Uh-huh. A typical American home takes around 90 minutes to clear these types of particles from the air. Huh. Huh. Uh, passengers traveling on board the 777 would need to spend at least 54 hours when sitting next to an index patient in the economy section and more than 100 hours in the other cabins of both the 777 and 767 to be exposed to an infectious dose, the study said. Who are you? Who are so wise in the ways of science? I'm Arthur. Ah, uh, yeah. So they do mention masks in here, but I don't know why. Because <laughs> I don't know. The air is filtering everything better than the mask will. So <laughs> ballistic particles is what they mention. Yeah, I'll, th I'll throw ballistic that particles. <laughs> yeah, ballistic particles. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, so, so, uh, flying on an airplane is actually safer than sitting in your house with your loved ones. 
Hmm. So you can fly on an airplane with complete strangers. Or you can stay home and get sick. <laughs> Interesting. 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 Just going to add that to the things here so that... I didn't know people could bend like that. <laughs> I didn't know they could bend like that. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you, you factor into that study uh, according to the CDCs and who uh, that who done it who who China oh oh what uh, oh, sorry they the wires said, no. crossed I got some, <laughs> I got some, if if we uh, die in unusual circumstances blame Winnie the Ping <laughs> Winnie the Ping. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, Xi Jinping. That oh, was uh, I sorry, pronounced I'm it so wrong. Sorry. sorry, I don't speak Chinese. S- weird Chinese <laughs> letters. It was spelled in English. Sorry, I don't speak communist. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he gets really mad when you compare him to Winnie the Pooh too. So, well, if you don't say how mad you get about it, people won't do it as much. Right? That's how that works. That's what I thought. If you don't let the bullies know that you're being bullied, <laughs> they stop doing the thing that bullies you. That's that's how it works. Am I going to get arrested for bullying a world leader now? Okay. I don't care. Uh-huh. I, w- I will go to jail yelling Winnie the Ping. <laughs> Echoing throughout all Echoing of China. Echoing throughout all of time. Now all of China knows you're here. <laughs> That's it. It's the new name for this episode. Winnie the Ping. Fantastic. But yeah, you, you, you couple that uh, Air Force study with uh, the CDC and the World Health Organization numbers that say that children basically don't contract or anything like that. And it's basically pointless for them to wear a mask. So, yeah. Anyway, that's my opinion, and that's why this will get pulled off of YouTube, because you're not allowed opinions that are contrary to the norm. Anyway, on to Georgia. Or to make fun of Winnie the Ping. Winnie the Ping. In... (laughs) Winnie the Ping. Winnie the Ping. <laughs> and his uh, cuddly little dictator all stuffed with fluff. He's and Winnie his, uh, the Ping. And his, his best friend, uh, Rocket Man. <laughs> Instead of Piglet. Instead of Piglet. <laughs> Piglet Man. Well, somebody's being friendly with pigs over there. They just had a fresh outbreak of the African swine fever. Good for them. All right. So, if you really want to read through the entire bill that nobody else apparently wants to read, the New York Times. Oh, this is we fantastic. have to vote on it before we can know what's in it. it this is so, and have to pass it to see what's that's in it. Still a thing. <laughs> so wasn't that a thing? I'm pretty sure that was a thing at one point. Um. See New York Times, New York Times. Uh, I can't find it. Damn. New York Times has a thing where they have the entire election law there, and the the little header for it is talks about how it restricts voting. But, but, let's see how restrictive it is. So Joe Biden's 
main point was water. People can't get water in the line, right? I need my reading spectacles to see the big screen. <laughs> Just remember before you leave the house to grab your spectacles, your testicles, your tag, and your bag. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, watch. Yes, that yes. one. Uh, so we're we're doing our favorite. You can get a shirt for it now. Control F this. Oh, water. <laughs> yes. So here's here's Biden's water. This code section shall not. Uh, so right. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Da 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 da. Section thirty three. Uh, so this is amending current code. And we'll get to that a little later, too. No person shall solicit votes in any manner or by means or method, nor shall any person distribute or display any campaign material. All right. Uh, I believe the underlying stuff is things that are added. Yes. The new. Uh, This is the new part. Nor shall any person give, offer to give, or participate in the giving of any money or gifts, including but not limited to food and drink to an elector. Come. So what they're saying here is you can't be bribe go- people. You with can't food. be going up to the voters wearing your Biden or Trump for president pins saying, hey, do you want a cheeseburger? Hey, do you want this candy bar? I will give you a bucket of chicken if you'll vote for this person. Yeah, it does not fly. That is uh, what they are covering there. And I believe that specifically comes from one of the parties putting a barbecue truck right next to the uh, polling station this last year, if I remember correctly. Yeah. (sighs) (sighs) Offering barbecue to people as they were voting and telling them who to vote for. I mean, they they can tell me, an educated individual who's actually spent time trying to figure out who to vote for, they can tell me who to vote for all they want. Me, an intellectual... (laughs) I'm going to take advantage of all the barbecue they will give me. <laughs> yes, I will sit there and eat their barbecue all day long and then go vote for the opposite of whoever I, they told me to. I will because, gladly sit next yes. to them. So Biden's pretty good, right? No, Biden's the best. Strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Biden's the best. He's the best. I, Absolutely the best. If you'll give me more barbecue, I will say whatever you want me to. Well, I'm not going to write it down, though. That's, that's where you get into legal problems. Uh, so yeah, so they can't, uh, so you can't solicit, on top of that, can't solicit signatures for any petition, shall any person, other than election officials discharging their duties, establish or set up any tables or booths on any day in which the ballots are being cast. Can't set up your little, uh, vote for this person booth next to the polling location. Because people should have already made up their mind when they're standing there in line. Mm-hmm. Should have. Because that's why you're there, because you've made up your mind. <laughs> if you haven't made up your mind, you're still at home. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, you can't be within 150 feet of the edge of the building in which it's being done, or within 20 feet of any voter standing in line at the voting place. And Joe Biden was concerned that uh, you know, people would be thirsting and starving to death in the hot, blistering Georgia heat. I, I may be wrong because I haven't been in Georgia personally, but I've been in Alabama and Florida around Let November. me tell you, sir, in the middle of December, 
I have never been to a warmer place that wasn't an iceberg. All right. But November, when the elections actually happen. Yes, I've never been to a warmer place that wasn't an iceberg. Oh. Mm. So it is bitter out there sometimes. Oh, it's not like, blistering hot. No, 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 in, no. No, in November, it's not hot. No. Oh. Huh. No. Yeah, I remember in Florida and Alabama, which share a portion of Georgia's weather. No, the beginning of November was actually kind of nice. It was. It was lovely. It was one of the few times that I went outside and wasn't either way too hot or way too cold. Yeah, and you didn't, moisture didn't actually stick to you when you were done with the shower. You could actually dry off. You could dry off a little, yes. The humidity went down a little. It wasn't going through your three layers of coats that you were wearing. Yes. No, it was was lovely. You went outside, you wore pants, you wore a t-shirt. Now I'll give it was them good. the primaries done in the summer. Oh yeah, yeah those ones are yeah. those would be awful. Yeah. I'll I'll give him. I that. mean, not that you would notice much difference between getting out of the shower and walking outside during that time of year because it all feels the same. It's all the you same. just feel like you're in a shower all day long, a really hot shower really? sometimes, but hot. a shower nonetheless. A hot stale shower. Uh, it is quite unnerving when you feel the steam without feeling the water hitting you. It's it's a little weird when you first get there, but so also important here. You these get are, used to it. These restrictions shall not apply to conduct occurring in private offices or areas which cannot be seen or heard by such electors. So if election place is next to uh, Bubba's barbecue, Bubba's barbecue can still do. Bubba's Barbecue. They can. And if Bubba's Barbecue happens to have election sign in front, that's fine because it's Bubba's Barbecue. It's yes. not public property. It's private property. Right. So uh, that that's still a thing. This code section should not be construed to prohibit a poll officer from distributing materials as required by law, which are necessary for the purpose of instructing electors from or from distributing materials prepared by the Secretary of State, which are designed solely for the purpose of encouraging voter participation in the election being conducted, what has been added, or from making available self-service water from an unattended receptacle to an elector waiting in line to vote. Or, what's not mentioned here, you can bring your own water, water or your own snacks and food. If I know I'm going to be waiting in line for an hour or two, I'm going to bring some snacks. <laughs> I do love me some snacks. <laughs> I'm going to eat before as, I get there, and I'm going to bring is, some snacks. As is clearly evidenced by my phenomenal physique. Phenomenal physique. <laughs> it takes I have a, the body it takes of a, a lot of work to keep this physique. <laughs> I, I have the body of a god, sir. I have the body of a god. I won't mention which god, but the body of a god, indeed. Is it the uh, the one that's uh, the god of wine and grapes and whatever he is? <laughs> Bacchus? I don't know his name. Uh, uh, well, it depends on which uh, which which one you're you're going with. It'd be Dion- uh, Dionysius, Dionysius for Greek, or Bacchus for. Roman. Du Kang uh, for Chinese. Du Kang? Du. D-U. Kang. Oh. 
Oh. I'm sure that is a god that uh, Winnie the Ping worships quite frequently. All right, here's uh, here's the racist uh, the racist part of it. <clears throat> so this is added. Uh, any person applying for an absentee by mail ballot shall make application in writing on the form made available by the Secretary of State. So if you want an if you want a mail in ballot, you have to request the ballot. Huh. That's horribly that's restricting the vote. If if you stating want stating that you have to ask for it is restricting the vote? You have to actually put forth effort to vote. Oh no. Oh my God. In order to confirm the identity of the voter, such form shall require the elector to provide his or her name, date of birth, address as registered, address where the elector wishes the ballot to be mailed, and the number of his or her Georgia driver's license or identification card issued pursuant to Article 5 of Chapter 5 of Title 40. But it is so racist to require them to give minorities, you a driver's minorities license. Minorities don't I, my, have ID. You know what's really funny about this? The number of what was it the, the number of black people that have purchased firearms in the last couple of months has skyrocketed. Which so they've been BTW for everybody that doesn't know you have to provide a form of identification to purchase a firearm. <gasps> And if you lie on that form about your identification or about drug usage... It's a felony. <laughs> it's not a misdemeanor. Felony. It's a felony. And you can no longer Offense. legally and you purchase can no firearms. Longer per- yes, you can no longer le- legally purchase firearms at that point. If such elector does not have a Georgia's driver's license or identification card issued... What? There's more? Oh, so if you don't... If you happen to be one of the individuals that doesn't have a driver's license you have to pay for, or a free state identification card. Free. <laughs> free. <laughs> is It's free. Free. The elector shall affirm this fact in the manner prescribed in the application, and the elector shall provide a copy of a form of identification listed in subsection C of code section 21-2, 21-2-417. I can't do all that. The form made available, and I... I've got this pulled up. We'll get back to that in just a second in that code section. The form made available by the Secretary of State shall include a space to affix a photocopy or electronic image of such identity. So you can do this electronically or by mail. Yes, you may include a copy of any of this identification. But apparently or write the number on the envelope. But apparently... If you wanted to do it electronically, I'm sorry if you're a minority because apparently, according to Joe Biden, you can't access the internet because you don't know how. They don't even understand how racist they sound when they say crap like this, do they? It's, it's racist to say, hey, everyone's treated equally, but it's not racist to say because of your skin color, you don't have access to things. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're clear, the Secretary of State shall develop a method to allow secure electronic transmission of such form. Um, they omitted a thing, and 
yeah, don't lie or else you're in trouble. <laughs> so what is a other form of identification listed in code section 21 Well, I did the homework for you, so you don't have to try to look up uh, code title 21 sections, whatever. <laughs> so here's, here's, uh, here's the ID. Except uh, as provided in subsection C of this code session, each elector shall present proper identification to a poll worker at or prior to completion of, excuse me, of a voter's certificate at any polling place and prior to such person's admission to the enclosed space at such polling place. Proper, identifi uh, proper identification shall consist of any one of the following. All right, here we go. A driver's license, a Georgia driver's license, which was properly issued by the appropriate state agency. So no <laughs> fake licenses. Yep, none, none of the fake shit. Okay, so we're still racist because we're asking for a driver's license. Okay, well, okay, but we've, we've got more here. Let's see if this makes us uh, less racist. A valid Georgia voter identification card issued under another code section, blah, 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 or other valid identification card issued by a branch, department, agency, or entity of the state of Georgia, any other state, or the United States authorized by law to issue personal identification provided that such oh, identification hold, card contains a up. photograph of the elector. Hold up a damn minute. <laughs> hold up a minute. <laughs> I want to highlight something in that. Uh-huh. Any other state? Any other state. Or the United States. What the damn hell? A branch, department, agency, or entity of the state of Georgia, any other state, or United States authorized by law to itch. If you work for the state of Georgia, if you work for another state, if you work for the United States, you are given a photo ID in whatever, from working in the school district to mowing lawns to working in office buildings. If I lived government. in Georgia, I would always... Use my concealed carry permit as my form of identification. Uh, that would count. It would count because it just has to have a picture. So if you don't have the first two, a driver's license or an ID from any state or the federal government <laughs> stating that you work for said state or federal government with your picture on it, then you can do number three, a valid United States passport. That is not the work one, by the way. That is just a voter identification card. Or so other valid any, identification card. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. It is any valid identification card issued at all. So that would be like a Utah state citizen's card, because Utah has a those. state ID. Yeah. A state ID from Utah would still count as a, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a form of valid identification by that estimate right there real quick that doesn't state anything about work at all real quick look up uh, what that requires valid united states passport what do you need real quick because i have a suspicion i a hunch if you will that everything below number one leads to getting number one huh. or Number three, in this case, requires one or two in order to get number three. If you have these things, you can get any of these things, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right. 
What is required? Um, this is completely and totally useless. Mm. 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 Uh, form DS-11, proof of U.S. citizenship such as a birth or naturalization certificate, government-issued photo ID such as a driver's license or military ID, color passport photo, and a fee payment. Huh. So what we've mentioned already. Cool. <laughs> if you have a passport, you have, you have one, one or of two. the others. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So apparently minorities can't travel outside of the United States. I actually want to say the last time that I got my passport, I actually did use my concealed carry permit as the form of government issued ID. Uh-huh. And in order just, to get that, you, just for funds, in order to get that, you need to Anything take a class else and put that's in a, mentioned in here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a valid employee... Oh, this is the one. Was, a valid employee identification card containing a photograph of yes. the elector and issued by any branch, department, agency, or entity of the United States government, this state, or any county, municipality, board, authority, or other entity of this state. So if you work at all for this the state one. of Georgia or the United States government, you have an ID and you can use that. that this that, one at least validly, you know, says... This specific state. Yes. It has to be this state. Yes. So yes. there's that. Uh, number five. So apparently minorities don't work at all for... For the government ever? Federal government or... It's, it's racist because it requires them to work government. for the federal government or have any other form of identification. And as we all know, not a single minority work is uh, part of the United States military. A valid United States military identification card provided that such identification card contains a photograph of the elector. Ah, number six. A valid tribal identification card containing a photograph of the elector. Now, wait a minute. Aren't the tribes their own sovereign entity? Huh. Are they? Technically, Are, yes. Technically, Supposed to be their own separate thing? Technically, yes. <clears throat> huh. Now, in case, just in case, you don't have any of that. For any whatever reason. Except as provided in subsection C of this code section, if an elector is unable to produce any of the items identify identification listed in subsection A of this code section, he or she shall be allowed to vote a provisional ballot pursuant to code section blah, 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 upon swearing or affirming that the elector is the person identified in the elector's voter certificate. Such provisional ballot shall only be counted if the registrars, if the registrars are able to verify current and valid identification of the elector as provided in subsection A of this code section within the time period for verifying provisional ballots pursuant to another code. Falsely swearing or affirming such statement under oath shall be punishable by as a felony, and the penalty shall be distinctly set forth on the face of the statement. So, if you don't have any of these other things that you can get without really trying you can still vote so long as you promise swear that, that you are that, one of those things that then. you are you and if it turns out that you're not then you will be charged with a felony hmm huh and then uh voting for the first time by mail you have to show um one of the forms of identification listed in subsection a 
So the first time you vote by mail, you need to show one of these. After that, you don't need to show your ID to vote by mail. Oh, oh, oh. Or a copy of a current utility bill. Hmm? Bank statement. A bank statement. So apparently minorities don't use utilities. They don't have banks. They don't have. They don't banks. use banks. Well, of course they don't have banks because they don't They've work. They've never they, collected they a government they check. Don't hold a job, um, a paycheck, or any other government document. A government check. So minorities didn't receive stimulus checks, <laughs> a paycheck, or other government document that shows the name and address of such. So they've never been summoned for jury duty. Or gotten a speeding ticket. Well, of course they didn't get a speeding ticket because they don't have driver's licenses. <sighs> and still, that's what that entire song "Riding Dirty" was about. And still, if they, you don't have, they don't have driver's licenses. And so. still, if you don't have any of those IDs we showed before, or any bill, or bank, or check, or anything like that, you can still vote provisionally and uh, have that be checked later. That's how racist and restrictive this voting law is. And that's not even all of it. That's just some. Okay, there is one more we got to cover, though. Which is? Uh, Line 995. I think I know what you're talking about. Well, it's line 999, actually. Yeah. Is where the addition is made. So this is a little note there, D. Except in the case of physically disabled electors residing in the county or municipality or electors in custody in a jail or other detention facility in the county or municipality, no absentee ballot shall be mailed to an address other than the permanent mailing address of the elector as recorded on the elector's voter registration record or a temporary out-of-county or out-of-municipality address. Upon request, electors held in jails or other detention facilities who are eligible to vote, shall be granted access to the necessary personal effects for the purpose of applying for and voting an absentee ballot pursuant to this chapter. Yep. Because if you're in jail, you haven't committed a felony. If you're in prison, you have committed a felony. Other detention facilities. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Um, also in this, it uh, so before, drop boxes weren't authorized legally, but they still use them because of an emergency. Um, and in this bill, it makes it legal to have drop boxes, but they're not just put anywhere and everywhere. They're put in locations where they can be monitored 24-7. Ah. Which is racist. Ah. <laughs> it also adds... Uh, days it adds early voting days and it adds weekends to early voting yes it does because up to this point they only had one weekend day throughout the voting period yeah that they yeah allowed voting on it restricts it so one, one saturday they had one saturday then they tightened the knot on this restriction so much that the knot unraveled <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, I I understand the the this this part because it's um 
So the, the broad discretion allowed to local officials for advanced voting dates and hours led to significant variations across the state in total number of hours of advanced voting, depending on the county. More than 100 counties have never offered voting on Sunday, and many counties offered only a single day of weekend voting. Requiring two Saturday voting days and two optional Sunday voting days will dramatically increase the total voting hours for voters across the state of Georgia, and all electors in Georgia will have access to multiple opportunities to vote in person on the weekend for the first time. I understand adding weekend early voting or voting in general yeah, because, because when you people work, work. When you work 9 to 5 in the polling location, early po- oh, that's another thing. Uh, early <laughs> voting ended at 5 o'clock. So when you work nine to five, it's kind of hard to make time to vote early. So they extended it to seven o'clock for early voting. So they increased the length of time in the day and also increased the number of days and weekends that it's allowed. Yes. So uh, we also have in our links uh, the Texas bill, which has much of the same stuff as Georgia. So it's equally racist about uh, requiring ID and various ways that ID actually counts and all that fun stuff. In response, uh, a bunch of companies said, (laughs) Uh, the biggest one being Major League Baseball because this week, next week, I don't know. I don't watch baseball. (laughs) (laughs) I, I can honestly say I have never watched a Major League Baseball game. I will say, baseball on TV is a snore fest. Minor league games in person are a snore fest. Major league baseball in the stadium is actually kind of fun. You okay? Yeah, well, because along with that, major leagues, they actually care about the food that's served at the game instead of like minor leagues where it's just your standard hot dogs, and maybe you have a unique thing here or there. Uh, whereas Major League Baseball, the whole stadium is filled with unique things. And so when you're there for three to four hours, you have time to sample the tastes of the Major League arena. I got to say, coolest sports experience I've ever had was going to an NBA game in, like, the private box. Oh, yeah, the executive suites. Yeah, Yeah. where they, like, serve the food and stuff up there. They got, like, little tables and, like, TVs where I can watch something other than the game. It's great. (laughs) And watch something other than the game. (laughs) Hey, they're winning. Yeah, it's cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) It's awesome. It's great. And it's not loud and cheering. It doesn't smell like beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no no jackass next to me who gets overly excited and spills his beer on me. You drop your nachos. Yeah, I hear you. Exactly. And even if I did drop my nachos, there's a buffet bar behind me that I can <laughs> go get more get nachos. More. And I didn't pay for and the sweet. I didn't pay for the sweet, so it's fine. <laughs> you got me there. So, if you are listening, James, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and if he is listening, he knows which one he is. He, <laughs> you know which James. You, you know are. who you are. <laughs> so, good man. Out of curiosity, I decided to look up Colorado's requirements for voting. Oh, because that's where they're because moving that's where the, the MLB game. move. Yeah. Because Colorado is less racist. Well, of course, they're less racist. Georgia. They legalized weed. Yeah, they're why? Why you do? Which 
which has nothing to do with the turnout at Major League Baseball games. Nothing. The following documents are acceptable forms of identification for voting in Colorado. A valid Colorado's driver's license. Well, we're, all, well, we're uh, already as racist as hey. Georgia. A valid U.S. passport, a valid employee identification card with a photograph of the eligible elector issued by uh, any branch department agency. This is sounding very See, familiar. They just had point one and point two in the same point one there. So it was like driver's yeah, license or identification card issued by right. So Colorado. That's, that's one and two. This is three. Oh, they're more restrictive because they don't allow identification from other states. From other states. Ah. Ah. However, they do. Uh, uh, so that's the same U.S. passport, valid employee identification. So these first three, four are the same. They do add a valid pilot's license issued by the Federal Aviation Administration or any other agency of the U.S. However, I'm sure if you showed a pilot's license from the Federal Aviation Administration... I want to get a pilot's license just so when the cop pulls me over and asks for my pilot's license, I can (laughs) actually give him one. (laughs) Uh, Because I'm pretty sure at that point, what does he do? Because it's like... Oh, wow. He actually has a... Uh, well, you got carry me. on, <laughs> sir. Carry on. Son of a bitch! <laughs> you done messed up, Aaron! You've been had. You've been had. <laughs> but I... Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that if you show a pilot's license issued by the FAA to Georgia, they will accept that as one of their issued by the federal government I'm pretty sure they would, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Valid U.S. military ID, a copy of a current within the last 60 days. Huh. Utility bill, bank statement, government check, paycheck, or other government document. That sounds... This this is a little more restrictive. A certificate of degree of Indian or Alaskan native blood. So if you have native... A pedigree chart? I guess. Uh, But Georgia said if you have ID from a native tribe, a tribal ID. Yeah, it's the same thing. So this is saying you need the actual certificate where Georgia is saying, yeah, if you got tribal ID, you can use that. Huh. A valid, it's probably because they issue different things to their tribes. A valid Medicare or Medicaid card issued by the Centers for Medical and Medicaid Services. So another federal ID. Um, a certified copy of a U.S. birth certificate for the elector. Uh, that's another form of federal ID. Federal ID. Certified documentation of naturalization. Uh, that was another form of federal, federal ID. ID. A valid student identification card with photograph of the eligible elector issued by an institute of higher education in Colorado as defined in section blah, blah, blah. Ooh, that's new. That one's new. However, I'm pretty sure in order to get a valid student identification card, you need any, any of, of these. these. Yeah. <laughs> get that. A valid veteran identification card issued by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, so federal ID. A valid identification card issued by a federally recognized tribal government certifying tribal memberships. So why oh, do you have... Hey, why do you have that twice? Why do you have that twice? Well, it's probably like the, the uh, certificate of degree is probably similar to like a birth certificate or something like that. Yeah. Any form of identification list above that shows your address must show a Colorado address to qualify as an acceptable form of identification. That was not wow a thing for... Georgia. Georgia didn't say it had to have your your Georgia address. It just had to have your picture. This is how stupid this is. Huh. These are this also is... considered 
thing, verification voters, resident of a group, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's all, it's, it's the same, but more restrictive. This is, this is idiotic. The eyes are open, the mouth moves, but Mr. Brain has long, long since, since departed. departed. <laughs> so, uh, what are the companies that are saying, no, this is bad, this is bad. You have four free articles remaining for this month. Thank you, Newsweek. Guess I'll have to use incognito after this. In fact, I'll just do it right now. I don't have that notification. Uh, I think I had it sitting up for too long. Yeah. May also be because I have a VPN on. There we go. Hey, look. Oh, you should have a it. VPN on, too. I think I set it up to automatically start. Yeah. Express VPN. Okay, anyway. They're not a sponsor, so I'm not going to oh, say their name away. anymore. There it went away. So, some of the uh, companies, I'm sure you all have heard some of them, MLB being one of them. Um, what I do enjoy is that uh, all the way up to the federal government is saying, hey, maybe MLB doesn't need its uh, tax-exempt status anymore since you're making political things like this. Oh, mm, uh, oh, the pain. Uh, and in Georgia, so it's what I hate about this: a full list of companies that have advocated. There's no list in here. There's, n- there's not a list. There's not a <laughs> there's, list. There's Are you trying list. to tell me that the news lied to me? Shocker. Uh, what? The new law. Don't lim- forget, just don't care. <laughs> the new law limits the number of mail-in drop boxes in the state, lessens the time residents have to request an absentee ballot, requires the residents to provide a photo ID when casting the mail-in ballot, and makes it misdemeanor to give money or gifts as well as food and drink to voters waiting in line. Yeah, because that's, I don't know, federal law? <laughs> anyway, so the companies, uh, some of the companies going against this. See if I can find them in... This non-list. Uh, I see Apple. Yep. So we got uh, Delta Airlines. So Delta Airlines is the biggest one because uh. they actually helped make the bill. Uh. The legislature was in contact with Delta Airlines while writing the bill saying, hey, what should be in this bill to help keep it fair and all this stuff? Delta Airlines said this, 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 this. They released the bill. Everyone started saying it's racist. Delta Airlines comes out and says, yeah, yeah, it's a terrible racist bill. And uh, kudos to, uh, was it Kemp? Governor Kemp? Is that his name? I think so, yeah. Uh, He came out and said, uh, yeah, Delta Airlines, you're done. (laughs) Because you helped write this. (laughs) And so Delta Airlines, uh, currently going through the State House of Georgia, Delta Airlines is going to lose its... uh, gas credit with the states oh good watch for your ticket prices to go up at delta airlines especially if you're going through georgia Uh, which is their largest uh base of operations in atlanta that was a stupid move dumb it's a bold strategy they might be trying to screw me well of course they're trying (laughs) to screw you um 
Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah, Coca-Cola, which is also based in Atlanta. There we go. Um, um, Coca-Cola is already dead to me. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Frazier, CEO of New Jersey-based pharmaceutical company Merck. Uh, never heard of them before. I was sure I've yeah, used some of their products before. Um, Apple, um, Facebook, Facebook. Um, Home Depot. So Home Depot is an interesting one for me because I would go out of my way to go to a Home Depot. I would pass two or three lows to go to a Home Depot. Same. Until last year. Because <laughs> uh, uh, last year I needed to get some home improvement stuff. And I go to Home Depot, and there's a massive line out front and a guy out front making sure everyone's wearing their masks and only allowing a certain number of people to go in. I'm like, oh, see, I didn't have that problem. I walked in without my mask all the time. And then so I decided to go see what Lowe's was up to. There was no line. There was no one at the door, and nobody was wearing masks. Mm. So, Lowe's, you now have a new customer. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to make that switch, too. <laughs> We Oof. believe that all elections should Here, be... I found the list. Oh, hold on, hold on. This is, this is from uh, a spokesman from Home Depot. We believe Ooh. that all elections should be accessible, fair, and secure, and support broad voter participation. We'll continue to work to ensure our associates, both in Georgia and across the country, have the information resources to vote. So why don't you go ahead and post the entire uh, bill in your Twitter, Home Depot? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Um, and then on top of that, the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta Hawks uh, came out against this. And that, that's interesting because who are the Hawks? Uh, basketball. Yeah. Is that a basketball team there? Yeah. Called the Hawks? Yeah. They're really good, apparently. <laughs> huh. uh, so it's interesting about that. So remember, MLB left. They, they took their uh, all-star game out because of this. The one of the three teams that's missing here, actually two, hockey, their hockey team didn't do anything. I think they have a hockey team. I could be wrong. Uh, but the Atlanta Braves released a statement that they weren't talked to at all about removing the all-star game. And they're very disappointed that the All-Star game is removed from Atlanta. So you have two teams that aren't involved with losing $100 million plus that are so upset by it. But the team that actually is going to be hurt by this is uh, not so happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah other, we other companies have issued statements. Um BlackRock. BlackRock, that's, J.P. Morgan Chase. That's a dangerous one. Oh, American Express, <laughs> Citigroup, Google. These are so shocking. Porsche. UPS. Microsoft. Aflac. Bank of America. Cisco. And Viacom. CBS. Yeah. I rarely watch CBS crap anyway. I'm on the verge of not watching new Disney stuff <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Keep pushing that button, Disney. See what happens. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft. I, I use their garbage. Everyone yeah, uses their garbage because there's not really a better choice. 
But Apple... Yeah, Apple sucks, and they're in this group already, oh. and they openly... Well, you could China just switch to stuff. Linux. Yeah. Well, Linux is real great, because you just write your own... I don't want to write my own code. <laughs> I don't have time. Well, you, you could use one of the pre-built ones like Ubuntu. And then uh, Delta Airlines, we talked about that, right? Yeah, Delta yes, Airlines. Yes, we've talked about Delta. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's a chunk. That, do you have the list list? Or that, that was the list that, list. That, that, that was the list list. That little list right there. I read the it. list list. You read the list list. Okay. Um, and that, that was what allowed them to actually say list. List. Because they had some commas between companies. Because they had a companies. list of like five or six. Right. So... The same thing's happening to Texas now because of their thing. Um, uh, let's see. We have Amazon, Southwest Airlines. What? AT&T. Um, American Airlines. American Airlines. I believe they're based in Texas. So, yeah. Uh, expect to see those ticket prices go up as Texas legislature most likely removes their gas thing. Would not be surprised because that's what Texas does. <laughs> Must stand for the rights of our team members and customers who call Texas home and honor the sacrifices made by generations of Americans to protect and expand the right to vote. See, if you go back to what it originally was, you had to actually care in order to vote. And what I mean by that is, we've mentioned this before, you had to own property, mm -hmm. which meant you were paying property tax. Yes, so if you, you had are, skin in the game. If you are paying tax to the government, you have a say in what that tax money does for you. If you are not paying taxes to the government, you don't get a say in what the government does. That's the gist of what it was. I mean, yeah. there's there's several businesses that follow that same model. Uh, the most prominent one I can think of is probably Bear River Mutual Insurance. If you are paying for insurance there, you are technically on their board. Yep, and they and send you, you letters at their board meetings and yes, when they happen. And all that stuff. Yeah. And the best part about having Bear River Mutual is when you go to whatever shows and they got the insurance booths everywhere. Hey, you want to take money on your insurance? I can save you fifty bucks. I can save you seventy bucks a month. Oh, can you? Yeah. What do you got? I got Bear River. No, I can't touch that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I can't oh, touch that's that. too bad. Well, you get the next one. <laughs> the best part of Bear River Mutual is you say the name. And everybody else leaves you alone. It just it ends the conversation. There's no, ah, I won't give you a call. I actually did have one guy try. I had one guy try. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he must have been new. He, he, well, <laughs> he. I don't think he's ever really dealt with Bear River. He's probably just heard about it from others, never really actually interacted with someone. Oh, you're new here, huh? <laughs> I told him, yeah, Bear River, and he's, I don't know. I doubt I could do anything with that. He's, Tell you what. Why don't you go ahead and give me your information? I'll see what I can find, and I'll let you know. All right. You're willing to take that challenge when I know you can't? And right. if you can, you got me. <laughs> he called back a few days later. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I tried, and I, I, I failed. I, I got nothing. I failed miserably. Yeah. This That's is... Uh, 
This this was great. This is uh, Jason Whitley. Um, uh, from the lieutenant. So Jason Whitley tweeted out the lieutenant governor of Texas response to American Airlines. <clears throat> and uh, this gem of a response says, as Lieutenant Governor of Texas, I am stunned that American Airlines would put out a statement saying we are strongly opposed to this bill just minutes after their government relations representative called my office and admitted that neither he nor the American Airlines CEO had actually read the legislation. Huh. We heard these same outcries claiming voter suppression in 2011 when Texas passed the photo voter ID bill. In fact, just the opposite occurred. Voter turnout in Texas soared from just shy of 8 million to in 2012 to over 11 million in 2020 a 39% increase gubernatorial election voter turnout has increased by 76% since voter id law what? was passed Texans are fed up with the corporations that don't share our values trying to dictate public policy. The majority of Texans support maintaining the integrity of our elections, which is why I made a made it a priority this legislative session. Senate Bill 7 includes comprehensive reforms that will ensure voting in Texas is consistent statewide and secure. By the way, this is the same American Airlines that in 2017 led the fight to try to force us to allow boys to play with girls to play girls' sports in Texas and take away their scholarships. They are probably still fighting for that today, and it is likely they have not read Senate Bill 29 either. <laughs> uh, called out. Yeah, just a little Thou bit. Thou doth protest too much. And Beto O'Rourke had to put his two cents in, but nobody cares about him. So, <laughs> now... Why? Why are they out crying about this? Why do they do this? My theory. So we talked about Time Magazine and their election thing. And I figure putting this in our uh, notes will keep us safe again because YouTube still hasn't pulled the one where we corrected them with their own fact checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in uh, in this uh, the secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election, here's my theory. Control F. Money, 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 money. What money? Money is the reason why securing the vote. The first take was overhauling Americans' bulky election infrastructure in the middle of a pandemic. For the thousands of local, mostly nonpartisan officials who administer elections, the most urgent need was money. Money, 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 money. money. What do we mean by that? I mean, they wanted to get their money back from Georgia. They're making a statement to Georgia and anyone else who thinks anything about Donald Trump being a decently good president. Anyone with that kind of mindset. <clears throat> what kind of money are they trying to get back? I don't know. The Senate, the Georgia Senate races cost a lot of money, and the Democrats weren't happy that they had to spend that much money. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Da-da-da-da-da. 
The 2020 election saw nine out of ten votes, blah, blah, blah. So the Georgia, the Georgia Senate race was just shy of $500 million spent on just that race. And then the runoff was just shy of $400 million. <laughs> so almost a billion dollars was spent in Georgia on just the Senate race. Just the Senate race. Um... And this goes breaks down what the actual spending was and blah, 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 all that. And then the presidential campaign. Uh, I think it's down here at the bottom. Georgia. Biden and allies spent $4 million in Georgia. And Trump and his allies spent... $24.5 million in Georgia. Now, remember, they're estimating that about $100 million is going to be lost in Atlanta because of this. They're trying to get their money back. Yeah. Um, and then... <laughs> I, just, I loved this little gem that I found here. So, MLB moved to... Um, Denver. They moved their all-star game to Denver, right? Yes. So here's a uh, side-by-side of... See if I could make this better side-by-side. Side-by-side. This is uh, the demographics of Atlanta. Atlanta City. So white people consist of 40.9% of the city of Atlanta. Meaning that, and then 51% are black or African-American alone. The, and then the rest are various minorities. All right. So we got that. And then oh. we got, and then we got Denver, which is less racist. It actually, and if you think about it, it actually fits because. United States should be uh, if you if you just drag to the side, like click the top and drag the the window to the side of the screen. Look at you! Oh, oh, oh! Uh, it's gonna be that top right one. Hey, there we go! Look at you knowing things. <clears throat> I drink and I know things. <laughs> I drink and I know things. In the 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 Denver, um. White people are 76% of the population in Denver. Black or African American are a 9%. (laughs) Yeah. And in case you're wondering, their population, Denver is uh, 220,000 more than Atlanta. So. (laughs) Quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a few. Yeah, a few. Your Honor! I object. And why is that, Mr. Reed? Because it's devastating to my my case. case. Overruled. Good Good call. call. Good call. And this is just hilarious to me because it actually fits with what they try to do. And by they, I mean progressive liberals. Because, you know, the United States is racist and everything. We need to be more socialist like, uh, like Europe is. And when they say Europe, they don't mean like Turkey. 
they don't mean well, Eastern Europe. They, they mean Europe. like Sweden. They mean like Sweden or Denmark, which if you look up their demographics, they are more white than Denver. So America is racist. They also aren't nearly as socialist as everybody right, makes them right. sound. But, but America is racist because it's mostly white people. Oh, but yes. Yes. But right. the Scandinavian countries aren't racist because they're mostly white people. But they're they're not. In fact, they're white, almost they're entire, Scandinavian. They're almost entirely white people. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I have some Scandinavian ancestry, if I remember correctly. You have some Scandinavian. I do. Then on top of that, so the monetary side. So we have eh, this and this, this and this. Stop it. Do your trick. Do your trick. There we go. <clears throat> so uh, this is data from 2012. It's the best I could find. I'm sure there's better data, but I'm also sure it's not that different from today. The uh, so th- Let's see. On the left here, we have... What do we have? There we go. Atlanta, Georgia on the left. So these are businesses that are... Minority-owned versus white uh, right here. And if you want to uh, be Mr. Calculator over there, Mike, uh, I can possibly do that. It's 2563 divided by 13871. 2563 divided by what? Why did, why, why did you switch to California, you doomkampf? Wow, that wasn't a very nice word. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, you used a swear word I don't know. Not Alabama. I used a German word. German? Because that fits in today's society. Well, that makes sense. I don't yeah. speak Nazi. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. There we go. 13871. All right, so 2563 divided by 13871? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, it's uh, 1.8478. It's what? 1.8478. 1.84? 1. Yes. 1.85 if you round up. Percent? Yes. Okay. No. 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 No, just 1.84. You wanted that as a percentage? Yeah, I think you did that incorrectly. You told me 2563 divided by 1387. Was it supposed 13, to be the other way around? 13871. Minorities. All right. Now in Colorado, uh, 2245 divided by 18164. Uh, that would be 12.4%. Less businesses owned by minorities in Denver. Congratulations, MLB. You are a racist. 
because what everybody else is going after, you need to show ID to get your will call tickets and you need to show ID to get alcohol at an MLB sporting event. And you need to show, I, you need to show some sort of identification to even get a ticket. Well, you don't need to show ID to get your ticket. Did you pay with a credit card? Yeah. You need an ID. Show ID, yeah. Technically, you're supposed to show ID every time you use your card. But, but nobody, nobody does, does that. Well, technically, you have to show ID every time you fly, too. Every time you fly, you have to show ID. So, so obviously, everywhere. minorities never fly. They never fly. They never go to the library. They never hunt. They never fish. They never leave their house. They never buy a house. They never get a loan. They never get a car. They never do anything but sit there. Well, yeah, but that's, that's because they're disadvantaged because of white privilege. Right. And they can take from the inspiring words of Joe Biden that uh, poor people can be just as bright and just as talented as white people. Is <laughs> literally this is what this <laughs> is what the progressive the left thinks about this? Like, I, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So there's a quick goose. <sighs> <laughs> There's a quick hour-long thing on a different take on what's going on there. They want their money back. They want their money back, and they're racist. I want my money back. I want my money back. Um, our other newsworthy, noteworthy thing is, so the D.C. police were attacked uh, over the weekend. Ah, Yes, or that fun last week, and uh, I thought it was interesting because I I saw my news feed. They were attacked by an assault vehicle, a, an assault vehicle, a high capacity, a high capacity assault vehicle. Assault vehicle. It's probably even modified. It probably was. <laughs> they changed out the it, oil filters. It had a couple of <laughs> couple of tires. Yeah, we learned that that firearms have filters on them. <laughs> Last week, <laughs> an ATF agent said so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> an ATF agent. An said ATF so. agent on CNN said so. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I saw this uh, come across my headlines that uh, uh, somebody crashed their car and killed. Crashed their car into a yeah uh, some Capitol some lunatic Trump supporter. And I Went saw that headline start to kind of make its rounds, and then everybody just shut up. Oh, that's interesting. Why'd y'all? Why'd y'all just stop talking about it? Because I thought, I thought you guys were Capitol Police are the bravest of the police, even though you spent the last year before that degrading them. <laughs> oh, this, 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 this is what happened. Uh, the suspect was identified. As a Noah Green. Noah Green. That is obviously a white look, Christian man. Look how white who and is Christian he... Very... Oh, wait. Oh. Well, he's probably... I mean, with a name like Noah, he's got to be a Christian. Got to be that's Christian. That's biblical name of... Uh, oh. And at least a Trump supporter, except for they found out that he's a follower of the Nation of Islam. And the leader of which is Louis Farrakhan. Oh, wait... But, you ready for this? 
<laughs> Snopes DC car. Let's see if this pulls it up. Ah, yes. Rumor alert. Suspect in U.S. Capitol car attack was follower of Nation of Islam. This is Snopes. And they're one of the fact check people. They are one they of the fact check people. They are the authority people. of fact checking. Remember this. So the claim is right here. Noah Green, the man suspected of ramming his car into two Capitol Police officers, was follower of Nation of Islam on April 2nd. Why no rating on this article? This is a trending topic, but has not yet been rated for Snopes for reasons we'll outline below. Hold on. But he is right, right here. It was, this is, it was, it's, it's all here. They even, look, they have a certificate from the Nation of Islam written out to him <laughs> and his donation to the Nation of Islam. They have his final words or whatever praising Allah and talking about Muhammad and Islam. Oh, <laughs> not only that, they have a link to an MSNB or NBC, yeah, NBC News article talking about green. And this is what they say. From Snopes? <clears throat> no, 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 from NBC. This well, is well, this is the, NBC. The Where did you find the no, link? No, the, the link was in New York Post's article. Okay. So if you, if you scroll scroll down a little bit, there's a... Uh, where'd it go? Uh, no. Was it toward, yeah, right there. Reported by MSNBC. His so, Facebook posts so, were first reported by MSNBC, which read them on, on air. air. And this is what they had. Uh, let's see. Law enforcement sources said Green recently lived in Virginia. In postings on social media, he let his friends and family know that the past few years have been tough and the past few months tougher. I am currently now unemployed after I left my job, partly due to afflictions, but ultimately in search of a spiritual journey. Huh. He wrote on his now deleted Facebook page. Why was, oh, wait, why is uh, no, it no, no. deleted? Oh, wait. What? This is where it gets fun. Green's page featured several recent postings that referenced the teachings of the Nation of Islam, a black separatist movement that does not follow the traditional teachings of Islam. Are you sure? Are you sure it doesn't? Are you sure? sure And its (laughs) leader, Louis Farrakhan. Nation of Islam has been classified as a designated hate group, a terrorist group, by the Southern Poverty Law Center because of what the SPLC calls deeply racist, anti-Semitic, and anti-LGBT rhetoric of its leader. Now, that being said, hmm. the Southern Poverty Law Center is a joke. It is a joke of an organization. Yeah. Now, if they are designating the Nation of Islam as a hate group, <laughs> you know they've crossed some lines yeah. they shouldn't be crossing. The postings do not indicate why Green, who is black, would target the Capitol. He posted that the end times in one post and in another, uh, or he posted about the end times in one post and in another on March 17th, warned about the last days of our world as we know it. 
Green's final post on Facebook from March 21st was a YouTube video called The Crucifixion of Michael Jackson, a 150-minute sermon in which Farrakhan defends Michael Jackson. He he. <laughs> he just he he right out of there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the thriller. Uh, yeah. So, hmm. There's that. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi ordered flags at the Capitol be flown at half-staff in honor of the fallen officer who she called a martyr for our democracy. We're not a democracy! We are a republic. May it be a comfort to the family of Officer Evans that so many mourn with them and pray for them at this set. It's okay to pray right now, but if it was a white guy that crashed into it and also shot more people then thoughts and prayers would be pointless. Right, Nancy? Do I have do I have your double standards correct, you hypocritical hippo? I love how they have a copy of his Nation of Islam certificate of completion. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> And Snopes over here. I can't confirm. I can't it. confirm can't or deny confirm. that he most likely is a member nope. of the Nation of nope. Islam. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I can tell you nope. is actually fact because it is, but it isn't. Keep Snopes debunking. Donate, and we'll help. It'll help us debunk. You can't even get a story that's cut and dry of what it is. Stupid. <laughs> I saw one thing. Um, it's a terrible story of a couple of kids that committed suicide and killed their family in the process. And the fam- uh, news was taking their little last testimony thing uh, and using that to, because they, they talked about in their thing of they knew how easy it was to get a firearm. And so they got the firearms and killed themselves and their family because they hated how the office ended. Yeah, it's messed up, yeah. What? <clears throat> yeah. And so the news latched on to no, the how easy it is to get fired. Nothing firearms. you just said makes any... It's... What you just said uh-huh. is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a, it's a dumb, stupid... They did it out of love, though, because they thought that their family wouldn't be able to uh, spare living without them, and so, yeah. Um Uh, I just, bah. Yeah, so in, in the headlines for that, I saw, I didn't copy, I should have, but, but they talk about, they focus in on how easy it was for them to get firearms, and if more laws were in place, this wouldn't have happened, blah, blah, blah. They're upset about how the office ended. I don't think another firearm law would prevent them from doing stupid stuff. 
their reasoning was because of but, the way the office but ended. But my takeaway from that was... Um, I hated the way Mass Effect 3 ended. You don't see me shooting up my house. Yeah. What I took, what I took from that, though, is... You know, they, they believed those guys in their last words that they... Whatever they call that thing. I don't even remember what it's called. Manifesto. Oh, yes. There you <laughs> in, go. In their manifesto, they... You know, they take those as gospel. They took that as gospel. This is it's it's because gospel. because it was so easy for them to get firearms. This happened, but the guy in Georgia that said he had a sex addiction, which is why he shot up the parlors. You can't take he, you can't take that. Day. You can't take that testimony. You can't believe it's, that testimony because he had a bad day. So there's there's another double standard for you there, um, but. Here's here's why they shut up about uh, this DC thing, uh, because uh, a lot of high fit their narrative, so it uh, it doesn't fit their away. narrative. And then on top of that, there's a lot of uh, prominent Democrats that are oh. pretty closely tied with him. Um, Next person that says shenanigans. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, so just some context here. Farrakhan has previously described Adolf Hitler as a very great man and described Jewish people as termites. Several Democratic members of Congress have known ties to Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, such as House Majority Whip James Clyburn shared a stage with Farrakhan in 2011. After the event, Clyburn told the final call, the Nation of Islam's media arm, that he was not bothered and the least bit by people criticizing his appearance with Farrakhan. Mm. Clyburn's office didn't immediately return Fox News's request for comment. Um, Cory Booker has said he's willing to meet with Farrakhan. Uh, Representative Danny Davis praised Farrakhan in 2018 as an outstanding human being who does outstanding things. Uh, he wasn't bothered by Farrakhan's position on the Jewish question before later mildly distancing himself from the Nation of Islam leader. Uh, he also didn't return comment. Georgia Democrat Senator Raphael Warnock has also spoken positively about Farrakhan's group. Warnock in 2013 said the Nation of Islam's voice has been important for the development of a black theology. Mm. Just a reminder for you, uh, Mr. Warnock, people who believe the way Islam is for Nation of Islam, they believe that back in the 1700s and the 1600s, and those that didn't believe as extreme as the Nation of Islam is enslaved people and sent them to the United States and other countries. Mr. Warnock. Still doing that. Yeah, still doing that. In fact, I believe that the Arab nation is still taking slaves out of Southern Africa. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Uh, Representative Maxine Waters has long-standing ties to Farrakhan and was seen on video hugging the Nation of Islam leader. Waters received a shout-out from Farrakhan at his 2002 Savior's Day speech, an annual convention held by the Nation of Islam. We have Maxine Waters here, our great congresswoman from this area, Farrakhan told the crowd, which responded with applause. Um, later in that speech, he defended Palestine's suicide bombers saying the Palestinians have nothing to defend themselves with, so they're exhausted and exasperated. Think about that, strapping bombs to themselves, making themselves a weapon. 
And then for the world to get upset because I ran or gun laws work. Yeah. Or somebody is trying to send them some weapons. Wait a minute. If you were Jewish and you saw unarmed Jews being persecuted, once you come to your brother's aid, do you expect Muslims to see their brothers suffering like that and not come to their aid? Farrakhan. Uh, Yeah. They were given an opportunity to have their own nation. And they said, so long as Jews have their own. No. And so they got nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. Not mentioned in here is uh, uh, Barack Obama. And the Jews didn't just send their fellows uh, weapons when they were in need. They uh, actually went and fought in a war. I believe there was a, a world war of some variety that was fought. Uh. Uh. Hmm. Mm. Uh. Over that very thing. Yeah. That happened to Jews. Uh, one thing that Fox News doesn't, because this is just current uh, uh, Democrats and all that stuff, uh, but Barack Obama has ties to Louis Farrakhan as well. Um, yeah, that might be why it was just kind of uh, brushed under the rug, because it doesn't fit a narrative, and it's kind of damning to people that we like. So, Yeah. Yeah, and for those that don't know, the Jewish question refers to the debate that unfolded in Europe in the 19th and 20th centuries regarding the status of Jewish people as a minority. The phrase is also commonly associated with the extermination policies of Nazi Germany and Adolf Hitler, who believed the extermination of the Jewish people as the final solution to the Jewish question. Oh, it was for their health. Yeah. So when they're talking about Farrakhan's stance on the Jewish question, he's for the final solution. He's he thinks Adolf Hitler had a good idea. So there's that. Hope you had fun. <laughs> you know we did. We did. We got to got to do a little actual little uh, apples and oranges thing there. We did. I did. It was fun. Yeah. So now you have some information to take to your social norms and beat people over the head with it. Because <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. And if uh, if you're the uh, protesting, boycotting type, you now know some companies to avoid. Yep. Yeah. So... I'm generally not that type of person, but it's getting so asinine. It's hard not to. Well, the the really hard thing about it is it's like I mean, I'm I'm one person. <laughs> right. Me, me not buying something from Amazon isn't going to change Amazon. I'm I'm one person and I see all the idiots I'm surrounded by. So <laughs> <laughs> Right? I mean, seriously, though, in the long term, me and you not shopping at Home Depot isn't going to make any difference to Home Depot. The The thing that, that matters is not what we can do individually. It's what we could do collectively. And until a collective awakens that wants to go and start a new airline, start a new Coca-Cola company, start a new, you know, all of these things, 
and take the risk and and do these things these companies are never going to be threatened they're they're at the point now where they're so sustained by government and by these groups that they support in these different things that it's i, I mean unless we find a way to come together as a people we're we're never going to uproot this. Yeah. Um, we'll go to this. This is, so, you know, in, uh, uh, Disney's Robin hood with the animals, the animated one. Yes. I love that show. Um, so Robin hood is, uh, Robin hood. The tale of Robin hood is not stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. It's, uh, Taking Robbing back from a corrupt government and giving back to the taxpayer. Taking taxes back from a government that it's oppressing the taxpayer. Yes, and uh, you can oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day! <laughs> Robin Hood, and Little John, running through the forest. So in in that movie, <laughs> it gets to the point uh, where back when Disney had morals, gets to the point where uh, <laughs> the sheriff goes walking into the uh, uh, the church and steals the last coin put into the uh, tithing box or whatever, the donation box. And then the, uh, um, what, what is he? He's not a monk. Uh, the friar, the friar, the yes. friar starts kicking the sheriff out, literally <laughs> just pushing him out of the thing. So along what Mike was saying, you need collect. And what we've been saying before, you need Sheepdogs to keep the wolves at bay. So this is from Canada. And uh, a bunch of police officers showed up with a health inspector to make sure that people were wearing their masks at church on Easter, on Good Friday. Sorry. Good Friday, yeah. Because you can all stuff yourselves into an airplane, but you can't sit in an open building church and things like that. You can go walking around Walmart rubbing shoulders with people and touching things that everybody else has touched, but you can't worship at church. But your liberties aren't being taken away. Not at all. None. Um, <clears throat> little backstory. This pastor, I believe, is from Poland. And uh, he says some words in here that I believe he can be an authority on because he's from Poland. <laughs> well, I mean, and most likely knows history surrounding that area better than most Americans do. You know what? Roll that beautiful bean footage. All right. Please get out. Get out of this property immediately. Get out. Get out of. They're this trying property to ignore him. Immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property immediately. Health inspectors trying to explain things. Out. Out. <laughs> Exercise her. <laughs> I cussed you out. The other cops are looking at each other like, out of this property immediately out i don't care what you have to say out 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 of this property you nazis 
Don't come back without a warrant. Mm-hmm. You understand? Nazis are not welcome here. <laughs> and don't come back without a warrant. Is that a Chinese symbol on that cop's arm? I don't know. Oh, no. It's a... You're not welcome here. I don't know Nazis what that is. Nazis are not welcome here. Gestapo is not welcome here. Do not come oh, back, well. you Nazi Walking away with a tails between their legs. Nazi psychopaths. Evil people. Intimidating people in a church during the Passover. You get stuck on Nazi, communist, fascist. <laughs> ha! <laughs> Don't you dare coming back here. Can you imagine those psychopaths? I want to go to this church. He's angry. The holiest Christian festival in a year. Where was this? To intimidate in Calgary, during the Canada. Holiest festival? Unbelievable. What is wrong with those sick psychopaths? It's beyond me. I want to go to his church. Yeah, right. Let's, I, uh, let's make a trip I to will Calgary. drive to Canada, not fly, because the airlines are oof, a-holes. Yeah. <laughs> but right. we, can, we can drive to Calgary for a week and go can, enjoy that man. Sir, can I shake your hand? I would love to. Freak. And there's another video somewhere of, uh, again, in Canada. Why not here? Of a uh, bunch, of, bunch of people in a restaurant. Health inspector comes by. Hey, you're not social distancing, wearing masks. The whole place yells at them to leave. <laughs> Tells them to stop bothering people and let them work and live their lives. Hallelujah. Get out. Praise the Lord. You Nazi scum, communist fascist out. Seriously. This guy is from Poland. And like I said, I believe he has authority historically to know when to call someone Gestapo fascist communists. I mean, he didn't look old enough to have been there during that time. Right. But, but I'm sure he knows the history. <laughs> I'm sure Grandpa told him a good deal. Because uh, otherwise, he probably wouldn't be here. Or Canada, I guess. But still. Yeah. I'd rather be that. in Canada than Poland. <laughs> <sighs> that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is what needs to be done. He wasn't touching anyone he wasn't pushing them that that's where it's different from the scene and in, in that i described from uh robin hood as friar tuck was actually bouncing the sheriff out with his belly and then beating him with his stick uh, don't do that <laughs> don't do that no 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 you don't let them talk this guy knew that they had to have a warrant to be in his building i don't know canadian laws but apparently they at least have that he knew that they had to have permission to be there, and they did not have permission to be there. He knew that he, they, he, he knows that they are enforcing ridiculous Gestapo, Nazi, communist-style things 
that are not part of um, what I'm sure is Canadian fundamental values, we need to do the same. We need to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. We need more sheepdogs. So the wolves will go away with the tails between their legs. And it's getting to that point because there are those that are saying, oh, I hope. Last one and then I'm done. I swear. I swear. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> the lie detector test determined that that was a lie. <laughs> hey, now. Uh, uh, oh, also on the ID stuff, you, in most places you need to show ID in order to get a vaccine. Oh, really? <laughs> so. <laughs> That's racist. Um. <laughs> uh, There, almost got it. Almost done. There we go. This, there it is. Uh, this this lady is something else. Uh, video quality is probably terrible, but the audio is what's important. It's clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, huh. you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. Oh, and no. we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you're vaccinated you can do all these things here are all these freedoms that you have because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway excuse me excuse me <laughs> <laughs> gotta wake up gotta fight back otherwise you'll lose things you didn't know you had until uh, they're gone Yeah. Having a thought. Uh oh. Hasn't fully formed yet, though. Oh. So, if you have anything else to say, um, I can stall a little bit by uh, saying again we have shirts. <laughs> <laughs> they are ready to ship, and we're sending a few out the next day or two. Yeah. And yeah, they're fun, they're adorable, and we'll update our thing with better pictures because we have better pictures to put on our website. Uh, the naked apple com slash shop. Um, and outside of that, uh, check out our socials where we'll also post things of that nature and link in the description of the podcast and video. Yes. Yes. Good. Did I, did I delay long enough? I think so. All right. I think so. <sighs> I'm trying to think of how, best to word this people be insulted either way so 
Probably, but I, I, it's not about insulting. It's about being perfectly clear on this. Ah, so insulting everyone. Great. Yes. <laughs> insulting all the people. No, it's, it's more of a very worrying thing. We can see the wheels turning. We can see the train coming. And it is not only our prerogative, it is not only in our best interest, it is as citizens of truly the only completely free country in the world. And I say that because the Constitution is still here. Because the Constitution is the law of our land. It is the end-all, be-all for our laws. There is no law in America that should have any sway on you, on your family, or on your personal action if it is not in line with the Constitution. Because that is what the Constitution is. It is the outline for what all laws in the country should be. And our Constitution is hanging by a thread. It is that time. It is coming down to this. We might struggle and thrash for a few more years. But the wheels have been put in motion to destroy what can only be described as the most miraculous divine experiment that has ever been attempted in this earth. It's only the longest standing governing document ever and I say this the way that I say it because as many of our of you know if you've been listening to us long enough we are very religious people and both of us are latter-day saints we believe in Jesus Christ we believe in God and we believe that the Constitution isn't just another document it isn't just another thing that some guys in the government put together to try to make an outline for better living. It is, in fact, divinely inspired. It was an inspiration of God that led to what is the Constitution. And it is our duty as citizens of this country to find a way to uphold this document, to protect this document and the ideals that it stands for. It is a piece of paper. It's in a museum on the other side of the country from us. It could be down the road from you, could be on the other side of the world from you. 
if you're listening to this in other countries, the document that I am referring to, the Constitution of the United States, was not written for the United States alone. It was written for mankind. It is a divinely inspired set of rules for government. It protects our rights, and it grants more freedom than this world had ever experienced prior to its inception. And it is being threatened right now by those who wish to see the people of the world put in their place. Because those in power, no matter what country they belong to, want one thing and one thing only, and that is control. They don't care about you. They don't care about your family. They don't care about what would make your life better. No matter how much smoke they blow, their only concern is their own agenda. What benefits them and what will increase their influence. And I want to quote um, one of the leaders of, of our church who this last week got up and gave an amazing talk about how the Constitution is inspired and how we need to defend it. There are other duties that are part of upholding the inspired Constitution. We should learn and advocate the inspired principles of the Constitution. We should seek out and support wise and good persons who will support these principles in their public actions. We should be knowledgeable citizens who are active in making our influence felt in civic affairs. In the United States and in other democracies, political influence is exercised by running for office, which we encourage by voting by financial support, by membership and service in political parties, and by ongoing communications to officials, parties, and candidates. To function well, a democracy needs all of these. But a conscientious citizen does not need to provide all of them. There are many political issues and no party, platform, or individual candidate can satisfy all personal preferences. Each citizen must therefore decide which issues are most important to him or her at any particular time. Then members should seek inspiration on how to exercise their influence according to their individual priorities. This will not be easy. It may require changing party support or candidate choices even from election to election.
You should not be beholden to a party. No. You should not worship a candidate. No man is perfect. And no politician is going to give you everything you want. The time for voting on party lines is long past. The time for just following what the news says and what they talk about, the talking points in their debates and all of these other things is long past. We have to stop voting on on talking points. We have to stop voting on propaganda. And we need to start voting on principles. We need to start voting on ideals. And we need to start voting on morals. Because... The Constitution and the Republic that we were given were not meant for a country without morals. And our country is quickly losing our morals. We're quickly losing our connection with each other. And we're quickly losing the spirit that has made us America for hundreds of years. It is being torn from us piece by piece election by election, candidate by candidate, and legislation by legislation. As we continue to spiral and to allow things like the mass murder of babies in our country, the solicitation of sex traffickers, the sex slavery trades, the corruption in government, the dark money, as we continue to allow these things to shape and drive our politics and our laws, we grow further and further from the ideal that is freedom, that is the Constitution, and we do not do justice to the divine and wonderful heritage that is ours as Americans. There is no greater calling as an American citizen than the call to defend freedom. There is no more important ideal, there is no more important ideology than the Constitution for an American citizen. Exactly. Um, Just for reference, if you want to legally become a citizen of the United States, you must take this oath. 
I hereby declare an oath that I absolutely and entirely renounce and abjure all allegiance and fidelity to any foreign prince, uh, potent, potentate, state, or sovereignty of whom or which I have heretofore been a subject or citizen, that I will support and defend the Constitution and laws of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I will bear arms on behalf of the United States when required by the law, that I will perform non-combatant service in the armed forces of the United States when required by the law, that I will perform work of national importance under civilian direction when required by the law, and that I will and that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. So help me God. All of the uh, Hollywood celebrities and stuff that uh, that we uh, so thoroughly idolize and all that stuff, the ones born in the United States at least, they haven't taken this oath. They were born here. If you're born here, you don't have to take the oath. Probably didn't even know that an oath was needed. So as a, as a United States citizen, you still have to choose to take this oath. Just like if you are born in any religion, at some point you still have to choose whether or not you believe and follow the principles and ideals of that religion. Just because you're born in it doesn't mean you necessarily believe it, right? I say this because, is it two weeks ago now? Uh, Mike and I uh, decided to take an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States. Yeah, yeah it's been two weeks now. <clears throat> um, I didn't know if we'd ever talk about it because I don't feel like it's something that necessarily we need to publicize and all that stuff. But here we are. <laughs> we, feel so we feel so constrained to do so. Um, and uh, for me at least, and from what I could tell with Mike, it was a very powerful, moving, spiritual experience for us. Um, we had my grandpa administer the oath to us. He was in the, uh, uh, in the Air Force, the Air Reserve for many, many years. Um, and it is amazing when you, actu when you actually take this seriously, when you really start delving into what uh, the Constitution means and with it the Declaration of Independence and all of the documents surrounding these two documents, it's incredible the spiritualness that's connected with it. And a lot of that might have to be with, uh, this is from a book called Lives of the Signers of the Declaration of Independence. used to be a history book in the United States until somewhere around the 20s when a certain Woodrow Wilson was president. Um, <laughs> uh, this book, it's an amazing book. You should pick it up. Wall Builders sells an original reprint of it. Um, I highly recommend picking it up. It's got basically a, a brief uh, biography of each of the signers of the Declaration of Independence, as well as the history and footnotes as to what was going on leading up to it and surrounding it. Really cool. But in the introduction, the author of the book, uh, 
Wasn't Hunter Biden, right? No, it wasn't. He uh, wrote a memoir there's recently. No crayon in here. Uh, Coolidge, uh, Coolidge, like pages from the times that he can't remember. <laughs> yeah, Coolidge and brother. Um, but in the introduction, they say the signing of that instrument, the Declaration, was a solemn act and required great firmness and patriotism in those who committed it. It was treason against the home government, uh, England, yet perfect allegiance to the law of right. It subjected those who signed it to the danger of ignominious death, yet it entitled them to a profound reverence of a disenthralled people. But neither firmness nor patriotism was wanting in that august assembly. And their own sound judgment and and discretion, their own purity of purpose and integrity of conduct, were fortified and strengthened by the voice of the people in popular assemblies, embodied in written instructions for the guidance of their representatives." Such were the men unto whose keeping, as instruments of providence, the destinies of America were for the time entrusted. It has been well remarked that men other than such as these could not have convinced, could not have conceived, planned, and carried into execution such a mighty movement, one so fraught with tangible marks of political wisdom as the American Revolution. And it is a matter of just pride to the American people that not one of the noble band who periled life, fortune, and honor in the cause of freedom ever fell from this high estate into moral de- uh, degra- degradation. Degradation? Degradation, thank you. Or You're dimmed welcome. by word or deed, the brightness of that effulgence which halos the Declaration of American Independence. Um, yeah. It's... Uh, It's something that's not to be taken lightly, and it's not something that uh, should be looked at through the lens of today, because the lens of today is absolutely corrupted, as we show you week after week after week after week. It is not consistent, it is not pure, and it corrupts everything it touches. So... I highly recommend, I strongly encourage that if you are in the sound of our voice, you take some serious time to read the document, read the Declaration of Independence, uh, read the Constitution of the United States. Um, and then focus on what that is doing inside of you. What's that? What that is doing... Uh, to your heart and to your mind. What are those things saying? Are they agreeing with each other? Um, Going back to Jefferson, fix reason firmly in her seat and question with boldness even the existence of a God. For if there be one, he much rather that of, uh, he much rather the voice of reason than that of blindfolded fear. What does that have to do with religion? Well, with religious type things. Whatever the question is, even if it's God, fix God in his seat and bring every question you have, every bit of evidence you have, to that seat. And question it. Question all of it. Because a lot of things spiritually don't necessarily have physical things to associate with. You get... 
a feeling in your heart. You have overcome with emotions. You have this, that, and the other. And if you are questioning boldly, you will question those emotions. You will question those feelings. And you can reasonably come to the conclusion that you cannot reasonably explain those things. Does that make sense? You take sense to me. <laughs> makes sense to me. Um, and for me, when I come to those conclusions, I'm feeling this. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I know, but I'm feeling that. I can reasonably explain that I am feeling this emotion right now as I question this gospel topic. But I cannot find, I can find evidence that says not so much about that. I can find evidence that might say it's not true or, or that it is true. I can find conflating evidence on both things on gospel topic. I am feeling something about it. So the only reasonable conclusion I can come to is that there is no reasonable explanation for it. I have done all the questioning I can on that for now. And so I move on to the next topic. And I accept that I have felt something, therefore something about that must be true. And I will come back to it when I find more evidence, this, that, or the other. And I will question again with boldness. What is this? What about this? I still have that feeling. I can't, I can't push that feeling away because it is there. My mind says it's there. My heart says it's there. My eyes say it's there. <laughs> and that's what it was with me with uh, when we took that oath for the Constitution, I could not reasonably explain the things I was feeling, the emotions I was feeling. So there's, it's just a bunch of dumb little words <laughs> that I was repeating with my hand raised in the air while my hand laid on the scriptures. There, there's no reasonable explanation why I was feeling the way I was. Therefore, I can reasonably explain God is involved. That's my reasonable conclusion. <laughs> Because there is no other earthly reasonable reason why that would happen. Well, you're on drugs. <laughs> uh, last I checked, I haven't been with Hunter Biden. So, Oh, oh. <sighs> well. Now that that mood is gone. Now that that mood is gone. <laughs> drove it away. Thank I you. Do, I do want to add one more quote from Elder Oaks. Um. There are other threats that undermine the inspired principles of the United States Constitution. The stature of the Constitution is diminished by efforts to substitute current societal trends as the reason for its founding, instead of liberty and self-government. The authority of the Constitution is trivialized when candidates or officials ignore its principles the dignity and force of the Constitution is reduced by those who refer to it like a loyalty test or a political slogan instead of its lofty status as a source of authorization for and limits on government authority. 
and how true that rings with the politicians and the people we see trying to take power today. Mm-hmm. Current societal trends had nothing to do with the founding of this document. It was about liberty and self-government. When our candidates and our officials ignore the Constitution, when they ignore the principles, when they try to infringe or to lessen the rights that we have, be that through their own legislation or through backdoor deals with businesses. And when we as a people try to use it as a political slogan or a loyalty test, we are doing a disservice to ourselves, to our country, to our neighbors, to the founding fathers, and to the miracle that is this founding document that informs us of our special place in life as human beings. Because that's what it is. That's what it does. The Constitution doesn't give us the authority to have the rights that we have. It doesn't give us authorization to do what we want. It doesn't, it doesn't give you permission to worship. It doesn't give you permission to read the news or to report the news. It doesn't give you permission to bear arms. It doesn't give you permission to tell military and police they can't live in your house. It doesn't give you permission to tell the government to stay out of your private affairs. It tells you, these are your rights. Government has nothing to do with these rights except to protect them. It informs you that you are free in all of these things and that unless you surrender those things to someone else, they are yours inherently by the gift of being born on this beautiful earth. Because you are alive, you have these. And that is regardless of where you live. And that is why our Constitution is dangerous. And that is why the world wants to tear it down. And that is why it is hanging by a thread, like I said earlier. Can you imagine if uh, three-fourths three of the populace of China had access to reading the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the words of the Founding Fathers? You imagine what would happen in China? You think they would still sit there and just slave away in their rice patties and stuff as the Chinese government came by to make sure they had pictures of their glorious leader hanging in their house? You think three-fourths of the population would just sit there and you think let they, the Chinese government do what they do? 
you'd think they'd let their children be dragged off to sweatshops to work to make the textiles and things or to that be trained are to be military personnel traded across the world to bring China its wealth because because they have too many kids you think they would sit idly by and allow the Chinese government to kill their children like it did for so many years you think North Korea would still be just a jungle instead of like South Korea that's sprawling cities imagine if the world actually had full access to everything here because places like china north korea cuba all these places they restrict their people's access to information mm-hmm. huh, i wonder what's going on now in the united states fact checking you have to stay alert otherwise you will lose what you didn't know you have and then getting it back is not easy. The founding fathers spent uh, two or three years actually working with the English government and getting into the English government to try to fix all of the things they thought were wrong that they eventually wrote an entire declaration about and sent off to the King of England saying, we're done trying to work with you. The list of grievances. They spent years trying to do it through proper channels. Which is why the first and foremost part of being a free people is being a peaceful people. Being a reasonable people. Because we understand that humanity, human life is sacred. It is important. And taking a life is a big deal. And it should always be the very last resort. Yep. The founders didn't talk about independence. I was reading in this this book right here. Lives of the Signers. They didn't talk about independence. It wasn't mentioned in their uh, congressional gatherings until 1776. Mm -hmm. They spent the years before that trying to figure out any way to stay with the king, to stay loyal to the crown. And it wasn't until after the crown decided to attack Lexington and Concord that they said, "Eh, maybe this isn't going to work. It's not you attack the government. It's when the government attacks you. You, as defenders of the Constitution, as defenders of correct governing principles, you don't decide when to attack. The enemy decides when you attack. And that's after they have attacked. That's a, if you're looking for that line, well, when do we take up arms? When do we? That's the line. Self-defense. The British were going to Lexington and Concord because that's where the colonists kept ammunition and powder for their militiamen in case the Indians and others attacked the colonies while the crown was distracted with whatever the crown was doing. The crown decided, hey, let's take their gunpowder, their arms, and their cannon. That is when the colonists, that's when the shot around the world was heard. We don't know who fired the shot. We don't know if it was British or the colonists. 
We don't know which did the first shot. But the first move was made by the king. But the first move was made by the king. When he took away the people's arms. He was the agitator. He was a violent agitator. Multiple times, actually, before Lexington and Concord. And that was the last straw. You have to be patient. But you have to stay alert. Have to. Mm -hmm. Because next time those cops come by the church that we showed you earlier, they're probably going to have a warrant. And it's not going to be as easy for him to just shout them out. You have to stay alert. Because the next time the cops show up with a warrant, hopefully his flock, this pastor that's a sheepdog, hopefully his flock will then turn into sheepdogs with him and fight for him. Not physically, but shout them out. And if they do arrest him, they raise all the money needed to drag them through court and drain that police department of all the money they have. Any one of us can be strong and stand up to a bully. But we, together, are not just strong. We're unstoppable. There's more of us out there than you think. It just takes one or two people to start a crowd of people to start a movement. The founding fathers were just a handful of people. Just a couple of them had the idea and they spread the word. And now here we are, over 200 years later. What a ride it's been. <laughs> spread the word. Spread our word. <laughs> ah, I do enjoy when we go into these things. It's just, it happens at the end, so it goes long. <laughs> always. It's always So long. if you're still with it's us, thank you. And if you're not religious like we are, that's okay. Hopefully you still glean something from this and uh, it moves you in such a way because I don't care if you're Jewish, Islam, atheist, whatever. If you are willing to stand up and defend the principles of the Constitution, of the Declaration of Independence, if you're willing to defend those principles, I will stand with you any day of the week. Mm -hmm. Any day of the week. I don't care what you, I don't care what or who you worship. If you're defending those principles, I will stand right by you. We might not always have the same beliefs. We might not always agree on things. But I will defend till my dying breath your right to believe whatever you want to believe. Yep. Thanks for listening. Yep. <laughs> Again, check out our stuff. If you buy our shirts, we get happy. If we get happy, we make more stuff that make you happy. And it makes people ask questions of, why do you have an apple with an ironing board and a graph? <laughs> <laughs> why is that apple breaking the keyboard? Why is he angry? <laughs> because I'm angry. What, what does control F this mean? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Let me tell you about a couple of guys in a basement making a podcast. <laughs> As always, like, subscribe, find us on Facebook, YouTube. Speaking of, someone shared one of our videos onto uh, <laughs> Tuck, Tuck, was, not Tucker. Not, uh, it wasn't Tucker. It was uh, who was it? Tapper. Tapper. Yeah, it was Jake Tapper. They, they shared one of our videos to Jake Tapper's site. Our, our CNN montage video. <laughs> of how slow they are in reporting how the news. How slow they are. <laughs> so if you are one of our listeners, thank you very much. <laughs> we, we do greatly appreciate it, and we thought that was funny. <laughs> do more fight, of that. Fight the good fight. Spam Nancy Pelosi's page with our uh, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi stuff. Lich, Lich Queen and her ice cream. <laughs> Lich Queen and her border screen. Also, uh, you should definitely send this to uh, Winnie the Ping. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> Join us in the Chinese hit list. It's fun. If we end up in a Uyghur camp, we all know why. <laughs> It's not because we're Uyghurs. It's because we have too much fun. <laughs> but it's okay because we'd be in good company. Yep, and we'll broadcast from there, too. <laughs> we'll broadcast from there, too, if we can find a way. Hogan's <laughs> hero style. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't last long there. All right, that's it. We got to anyway, end it. We got to go. Bye. Okay. Bye. one of the footnotes uh i don't know i already closed it fine sorry jeez sorry <clears throat> i was getting ready to go <laughs> let's go let's go <laughs> oh that's terrible parents disguising kids as illegal immigrants so they can receive in-person teaching <laughs> well on that note i think we should get started yeah that's uh is that a good? It's a be. good place to. Son of a- <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so it begins. And so it begins.